just we can we can just let the body find some natural ease in the sitting posture knowing that it won't be perfect but just this invitation that it is okay for the body to be at ease And in the same way, it's okay for the mind to be at ease with the conditions, just as they are. So in one way, at least, we can develop this confidence, this faith that it's okay for the body and the mind to be at ease. Doesn't mean that the body or the mind will be at ease. It's just that we're developing some confidence that inviting ease is good, it's skillful. And it makes it easier to notice what arises that disturbs the ease of the body and the mind. Not because we want to fix things or control things, It just makes it easier to observe what's what's happening, what's being known. We can say, I think, with some confidence that the mind is inherently interested in stress and release. Dukkha and the releasing of Dukkha. And this natural interest can energize our practice. And again, remember, we're not here to directly get rid of Dukkha, nor are we here to hold on to it and defeat it. Our practice is about observing the way it is, how it is that the body and the mind get bound up with stress, how it is that the mind and body release stress. Saito Tejaniya says, let any experience arise, defilements are just objects too. Because we are getting to know them, there's no need to fear them. Just know they are there. 
They are a tool for you to further develop wisdom. So in this way, we're not afraid to see all the twists and turns of this mind's conditioning, its habit energy, to react in this way, to close down in that way, to reach out with greed, lean forward, close down. All of those different patterns, some wholesome, some unwholesome, In a way, we're allowing life, the activity of this mind and body to play itself out as a natural process in this moment and all day long. And we're valuing this reflective awareness that knows it's like this. And quite naturally, This wisdom awareness will notice how it is that stress increases, how it is that stress feeling bound up decreases. And all this good learning, this deepening of understanding and insight, it just depends on this training, training the mind to value awareness, present moment awareness, beginning again, remembering that we value present moment awareness here and now, this is being known. It feels like this now. Can this be okay? What's moving? Can this be allowed to be? And just one more point. Often what makes the practice challenging is that it's subtle. Not that it's complicated or even that it's hard to understand. It's just hard to keep in mind because it's a subtle effort that the mind is making to remember to recognize awareness.
and to let that be enough. Recognizing this activity as a natural process. And sensing as we go along the wholesomeness, the trustworthiness of this practice. Simple and also powerful. So we'll continue in silence now.
in a gentle way then, even during the Q&A time, just exploring what continuity of awareness can be like and not too tight about it, not too complacent or thinking that there isn't anything to do at this time. Yeah, and there's time for a few questions. Anything coming up in your practice that feels useful to bring up? Yes. Yeah, so why did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much. And you know, all that laughter is because we recognize how compelling these dramas are. And what's so incredible is when we remind ourselves, remind ourselves I'm just sitting with a bunch of seemingly nice folks in a large room on a nice day, (laughs) recognizing what's already happening, right? The awareness and the conditions that are coming and going. And yet, just as you say, in moments, it can feel really too much, overwhelming. It's going to kill me. (laughs) I remember... Yeah, there you go. That's great. And uh, these sort of testimonials are really useful for us because we'll be in one of those, it won't be long, dramas. And it will, from the inside, with identification, it will seem rational, like I need to bolt. And uh, why didn't I drive? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like you say, you know, something, it will change. I mean, that we can, we can really count on that truth, that whatever it is, it's in process. It isn't, this isn't some static truth. This is too much. It's just a momentary truth that there is this appearance that for somebody, this appears to be too much. But a little bit like that simile of the theater troupe, you know, a really good group of actors with really good stagecraft, it really is compelling. But we can kind of remember remember that. That's a way of bringing wise view in, that sense of space with whatever the drama might be. And the way that space sometimes is uh, recognized is just that capacity to know that this is being known, that this is being felt that this drama is here and it feels like this. 
And just to acknowledge that with or without words in the mind, you don't need words, but sometimes when the drama is very seductive, then to actually use some words like, oh, this is being known, to actually use some words like that in our mind can create just a, um, it's it's an act, the mind is acting on its confidence that awareness is here and now. And that can actually strengthen that um, recognition of awareness by sometimes putting words to it. This is being known. This is a feeling being felt. This is the feeling of wanting to leave. feels like this. Yeah, and just to build that confidence, that defilements, that all these dramas, the wholesome states, the unwholesome, painful states, they're just another object being known in the moment. And we're learning, we're developing this confidence in the awareness the space, you could say, of awareness that allows this and then that and then something else and then back to something that was there a while back but now it's showing up again. And to slowly, gradually sense the freedom in that, like the, that confidence that, well, that, that's great to have seen, experienced something and not to be completely confused by it, completely pushed around by it, right? There was some curiosity and even a willingness to share it with the rest of us. Just one little point with that too is sometimes when something big is moving and it's unpleasant, some drama that has an unpleasant feeling tone, we keep looking at what appears to the mind to be the problem, but it all that it's that's doing, like if some painful memory comes up, the mind might keep recognizing that mental image that triggers this emotional pain. And then I'll feel that emotional pain and I'll remember that mental image of what happened to me and I'll feel more pain. And that pain triggers the mind to, again, look at, regenerate that mental image. And we get in that vortex, which, you know, it's almost like uh, an inner panic attack sometimes where the energy can just build and build. So there's uh, basically you don't want to keep looking at the problem. You want to bring in some space. Like, well, what's the feeling here? Just acknowledge the yuckiness of it and stop triggering more of it by bringing to mind that mental image, that content that triggers the pain, but go right to the pain or right to the aversion to the pain. So a question like, well, what else is here? Is there not liking? I mean, it's an obvious question in the example I'm giving, but is there not liking here? What's that like? Can that be known? Can that be acknowledged as just something coming and going in the moment, can the mirror of awareness simply reflect, oh yeah, it's like this now. There's a lot of aversion to this yucky feeling. And that can help just that um, more full awareness of what's here and now can allow the intensity to dissipate a little bit and, and there can be more balance.
doesn't mean it's going to go away. And of course, what often gets in the way is, even in subtle ways, we're just trying to get rid of it. And uh, so another way, another thing to do is just to remind ourselves that whatever it is, its nature is to be here. There are causes and conditions for it to be showing up. And at some point, it will go away on its own. Because we've had so many of these kinds of intense dramas. They're not all here. It'd be very crowded if they were. So they've all come and gone. And just remembering that can be really helpful. Oh yeah, these storms, they roll in, they storm for a while, they roll out. I can count on that. And that helps to bring in more interest. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. Other thoughts? Yeah, please. Um, Kind of the opposite question, maybe the same answer though. Um, I'm having a difficulty being with peace, with neutrality. Um, I often find that when there's uh, you know, difficult emotions, it, there's more of an object, there's more of a body sensation to focus on. And when there's more neutrality, there's nothingness. And I find my thoughts often go, oh, I'm going to tell people about the peacefulness that I'm having right now <laughs> instead of actually being in the, you know, and I'm like, I don't know how to be in the peacefulness. Um, yeah. But it's very cool that you're recognizing all of that, right? Clear, the mind is clear enough to recognize that there's peacefulness and clear enough to notice this more subtle agitation of not knowing how to be in that. And it really points out a kind of restlessness, you know, that the mind that is identified with needing to do, needing to become needing to get somewhere in the practice. And just recognize that, right? That's being known, that restlessness. And see if that can be allowed to be included. And, uh, you know, that there's probably a little doubt or confusion in there too that can just be acknowledged. Can this be trusted? Can it be this simple? <laughs> You know, just acknowledge whatever confusion or doubt there might be. There might be some relatively wholesome desire to not want to miss whatever learning that might be available in a moment like that where there's some peace. And uh, just to acknowledge that, like, uh, whatever it is that needs to be learned, the heart's all in. You know, that doesn't mean I know what I'm doing, the heart knows what it's doing but I'm all in. And there's, you know, there's this natural barometer, you know, when we're in there, it's like how the mind is relating in the moment is sort of the active way the mind is participating in this style of practice, how the mind is relating. And the mind is either going to be relating to the peace and relating to the restlessness around the peace in a skillful or an unskillful way. And by that we mean when it's unskillful, the mind is relating to the predicament in ways that is causing things to get tight or bound up. Or the mind is relating in ways that's releasing. And again, it's not about controlling or dominating the experience with right practice. It's just about observing. Oh, it's like this. 
the mind is relating skillfully. Or it's like this, the mind is relating unskillfully. And so whether we're relating skillfully or unskillfully to the peace and to any resistance or mistrust of the peace, the key is just to keep learning what's helpful, what's not helpful, and to be content. And it's just as good, in a sense, to learn what's not helpful as it is to learn what is helpful when it's like this. And just to cut ourselves some slack, it's really hard for the wisdom in the mind to learn how to let everything be. <laughs> we've, we've been rewarded for so long for doing, becoming, dominating, giving up, you know, and, and at some level. And uh, the mind is learning a new way of being with experience. And uh, so a lot of what we learn these days, I'm sure you've noticed, is the bad habits of the mind, because there they are. And then we're learning what to do with those bad habits. Mostly, initially, we feel ashamed. <laughs> you know, mostly initially, we don't notice. And then we're a little embarrassed by the prevalence of you know, subtle and not so subtle habits of greed and aversion and denial and distraction, disconnection. And then we, we realize, like that quote I read from Saida, you know, the defilements, these tendencies of the mind, they're just the next thing being known. This is our practice. We don't have to imagine that they're bad or in the way They're just empty of self phenomena, right? They're showing up. It's the next thing being known. Defilements are problematic when we think that I'm being bad because I'm greedy or I'm being bad because I'm afraid. But actually in our experience, it isn't that I'm being bad because I'm afraid. It's just fear being known or resistance being known, or doubt being known. So in the middle of the retreat, this is a really good time to uh, recognize this about the different obstacles or defilements or hindering tendencies that show up, especially those regular visitors, you know, depending on our personality and temperaments, whatever it might be for you. And just to see more and more it as a phenomena, something being known, and that it's not more than that. It's just that pattern, that arising being known. And I don't have to imagine it refers back to a me, a practitioner me that's bad or not fully, you know, in tune with the practice. Thanks. A couple of announcements. Um, we realized that maybe some of those books, Dhamma Everywhere books, had a little label that said to return to IMS on them because in the past retreats we would ask for them back. But these books are offered freely from Wisdom Streams, this wonderful organization, so you're free to keep it if you'd like or leave it if you already have a copy at home. And there's a card in most of the books if you want to Support Wisdom Streams. It's a great organization. You can check that out. And just a reminder that Group H is meeting today in the welcome room, which is 
uh, you probably remember, right across from the bulletin board, basically. And you'll meet with Alexis today, and then Group H will meet with me on Friday. And then now that it's warmed up, more ticks are around. So for those of you who aren't that familiar, not from this area or a place that has ticks, make sure to read the description on the bulletin board so you're up to speed and how to stay safe, because it's really nice to be outdoors, and you just need to be kind of aware of how to take care of yourself. Good, so wishing everyone a good day of practice.